Right, we always uh, search Parshish Chayesara <coughs> for some practical advice. So in the beginning of the parish of, of uh, Eliezer, of the Shaduchim, we find Avram being Mashbia Eliezer. Mashbia Chabashem Lekei Hashemayim Lekei Haaretz Asher Loi Sikach Isho Lebni Bibnois Haknani Asher Loi Chiyashet Bikirbay He's Mashbia <coughs> that Eliezer, when he's going to look for a wife for Yitzchak, should not take a wife from the Bnei Saknani. And the the Shvua, besides the fact that I always notice in Nacht that they swear all over the place, even though we say from a Yidin don't, don't, don't make Shvuas, they seem to make Shvuas everywhere. But this Shvua seems to be totally extra. If I make a shliach to be Mekad Shanisha, and I tell the shliach, be Mekad Shanisha, but not from this city. So even if Eliezer wants to not listen and be Mekad Shanisha, it's not chal anyway. You can't, make a, you can't choose a wife for somebody against his will. <coughs> so here, where Avram, or presumably Yitzchak, was a gadol, was uh, sending Eliezer to do a, to do a shlichus, to be Mekadosh and Isha, the whole, the whole thing, the whole Shvua, seems to be a wasted Shvua. Just don't, don't make him a Shliach, and if you don't make him a Shliach, then Mimela, he's not going to be able to, uh, to be able to do it. <coughs> the Teva of somebody who's looking for a Shidduch, is that he has a list of priorities. A list of priorities, things you want, things very important, things a little important. There's a list of priorities. For some people, you make up your list and it works. If it doesn't work, if it takes time. So over time, a person is mevater on his priorities. is mevater. He cuts out this priority or another priority and he tries to figure out what's really important to him. We find here that Avram was afraid that it won't be so easy to find a shidduch for Yitzchak. He talks about the scenario where Eliezer can't find a shidduch for Avram. He finds one and she doesn't want to come. You're off the hook. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. So it's Yitachin that Avram Avinu realized that they're entering into a parasha shaduchim. And there are certain priorities. And at a certain point in time, we're going to have to say, well, which priorities are most important to us, and which are less important to us. We might decide to cut back on this priority. So Avram started by making a shvua as being Meshbi Eliezer, that this priority can't get cut back. This priority has to stick. And Adkadeh they made a shvua that it turned out Eliezer couldn't do it. Even if Avram Yitzhak wanted to cut back on this priority, it would be Shaykh. So the lesson here <coughs> is that there are some priorities that are more important than others, obviously. And that, uh, at least for them, this was, this was a, an important priority. So I'd like to talk a little about priorities. And maybe try to say something that might be a little bit of a chiddish to some of you. And let's see if it can be so. 
I was once visited by somebody who was in the Pasha Shaduchim. And his father, who was a friend of mine, had gone with him to Eretz Yisrael and took him in. It's not Lashon Hara, I can tell you. He took him in to, to Rabbi Gamliel Rabinovich, who's a Tamil Chacham of Aleitza. So he told him, you know, the Shaduchim is not going so quickly. So Gamliel told him, you should know. If any two normal people get married, they can make it work. Make sure you check it out that you're normal. If any two normal people get married, you can make it work. So he came back and he asked me if I think it's true. Is it true? And he was tiny that by them, that's what they do. You shall I and that's what they do. The parents make a shidduch. And, uh, and it works. As far as we can see, it works just as well as, as, as any other system. So I told him what I think. I don't know if I'm right, but I told him what I think. I told him that it's 100% true, provided that the two of them are happy doing it. Provided that they're happy. If they're happy, it's true. I mean, you have to make sure they're normal. There has to be a, a due diligence <coughs> to make sure that it's, uh, it's in the parsha somewhat. But if it is, you can make it work. Shami Yidin uh, couples are not less happy because their parents, their parents arrange a shidduch. They just have, just the two of them have to be happy. Chazal said that it's also lekadosh yishat yerena. Why is lekadosh yishat yerena? You tell uh, the, the husband and the, the man and the woman should tell their parents what they want, how tall and how short and how fat and how skinny and how big a nose and etc. And uh, and trust them. But you have to be happy. You go into something, you have to want to go into. Your heart has to be in it. So wherever you're holding, if this is enough to make you happy, then it's 100% true. You know, if you're Rishami, you grew up in Yerushalayim, and that's your uh, normal. Well, I'm after Yerushalayim. There are Hasidim who do it today. So if you're happy doing it that way, you can do it. If you're not happy doing it that way, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates an illusion of choice that we call dating, which is all the uh, smokescreen. It's really all the smokescreen, because when the, when the right one comes, the Baruch makes it happen. Sometimes easier, sometimes harder, like everything else. Not but the point is, <clears throat> that when people are happy, they can make it work. There's a story about the stifler shidduch, and I heard this years ago that the Chazanish, the disciple married the Chazanish's sister. The Chazanish saw a Torah journal, a shtickle Torah from the Chazanish, from the stipler, as a young man. He says, Shosh shtickle Torah, this is a perfect shidduch for my, for my sister. That, that's the story, which presumably is true. So when I used to hear this speech from Darshanim, they always made sure to add something, like, what about me, this Torah? Based on shtikel Torah, you know, sometimes a creep can write a good shtikel Torah too, you know. So what about me, this Torah? So they always make sure to add, of course, the Chazanish saw the way it was written, he understood that he had me, this Torah. So everybody always adds to the story. Mr. Mirren's story too, no? The problem is the Chazanish writes about this. He doesn't write that it's his sister and his brother-in-law, but in the Munim Betachim, 
he writes about this, and he writes that it's shayach to find from a shtikl tayrim, a shedach. He brings a gemara. He brings a gemara. It's actually a maisa in, in Navi, a similar maisa. Someone said, whoever can figure this out, I'll give my daughter. What do we have in Nach? Not Shalos to kill God, yes, but uh, what? By Kalev. By Kalev. He said, whoever will be uh, pirated the 300 halachas down in the Shtak of Neyav So I'll give him my daughter. So the Chazenish writes the Ferish not like the Darshan. Now, it's true, sometimes a a creep could write a good shtickle tyrant. Some stum, the normal ishtadlis had to somehow be done. But the idea that if a person is happy, he could make it happen, it's a true thing. A lot of the priorities that we have, it's because we need that, we feel we need that to be happy. It may be true, may not be true. So again, from this week's parasha, I'd like to suggest one of the priorities. And it's actually a sifri that I want to share with you in Parshish Bukhukai. But I saw it because it was brought, it's a there's a grab that's connected to the end of the parasha, not the part of the parasha that talks about Shadokim. Now listen to the grab. It says the end of the parasha that Avram, how many children did Avram have altogether? How many children? He had eight children. He had eight children. He had eight children. Two of them you know. The two you know are Midian and Midan, right? Right. And then he also had Yitzchak and Yishmael. And the Bnei Keturah. But he had Zimran and Yakshan, Midan, Midian, Yishmak and Shuach. These are your, uh, your cousins, our cousins. Right, so he had, uh, he had a bunch of other children. And what did he do with them? So it says in the Chumash, the last thing it says he did before he died, it says that he sent them, he sent them away. He sent them away again. He sent them away. So here, is something troublesome. When it came to Yishmael, Avram didn't want to send Yishmael away. Yishmael was a, was a, a child that misbehaved. And Yitzchak was a child at the same time. They were, uh, the difference in age was 13 years. So they were in the, going up in the same house. Avram doesn't want to send away Yishmael. And Sarah says, what do you mean? He's a Beir my son. And the Vayashom has to say to do it. And here, he has six more children. And Avram Avinu is already old enough not to be Mushba from them. And he sends them away. Why does he send them away? It's the cash. So there's a gra <coughs> in his Pirish on the Sifri. I saw it in it's two places in the Pachet Yitzchak, in the Sefer Zakarin, in the Mamari Pesach. He brings this gra. The gra says the following. It says, V'zacharti esbrisi Yaakov, esbrisi Yitzchak, v'af esbrisi Yitzchak, v'af esbrisi Yaakov. The Sifri says, the Torah's kind of says, S is L'Rabbis Bris HaImais. There's a Bris with the Avais and a Bris with the Imais. S is always Marba, a secondary thing. S Besari, S Atafel Besari. S Piri, S Atafel Piri. It's Marba things that are connected. And it's Marba that there's a Bris with the Imais too. What's the Bris with the Imais? So the cross says this. He says the Bris with the Avais is a Bris of Maisim Toivim, Midais, 
Chesed, Gevura, Tferes, all types of wonderful things in Kedusha to pass on to children. That's the bris of the Avais. The bris of the Imais is to be a Chaimah, to be a wall, to protect the children from outside influences, from the world around them. The bris of Imais to pass on to their children, to their daughters, and to the nice Israel is to be a wall, a wall of protection. What do we find by every one of them? Sarah says, uh, protect my son from Yishmael. And Rivka wants to protect Ati from Esav. And Rachelalea say, uh, the house of Lavan, the Wainlan of Chelek, they talk about leaving the house of Lavan. The cross says that the Brisa Imais is to be a Chaimah, which is a Gemara in Yavamis, Samach Beis. Gemara says, Ashari Belayish, Ashari Belay Chaimah. What's a Chaimah? A Chaimah is a wall that protects. A wall that protects. At the Chasna, Kalu walks seven times around the Chasen. To be behind the Pasik, Nekeva to Seve Zacher. There's a Pasik in Yeshaya, I believe, that says, Nekeva to Seve Gever, I'm sorry. So the Gemara there says, so that's the meaning that you walk around. That Gemara, that same Pasuk is brought in the Yavamah Beis on, on the on Gemara that an Isha, that means that an Isha in a person's house is a certain level of protection from the outside. Now what he says to explain this is that Kozaman Sarah was alive. So Sarah was the Chaimah. Sarah said, send away Yishmael. Once Sarah died, Savram so had to take on the Midah of the mice as well. So Avram did it on his own, but the Be'etzem, it's the Midah of the mice to protect from the outside. So we're learning about one of the priorities in the aim is a woman who protects a house from from big influences, from outside influences. And in Isha Alalabanim, Mark Sumis, that a wife is to help with children, in Isha Alalabanim, the idea that a person has to look for a wife that's a chayma is, uh, is this idea. She's walking around you seven times. It's a chayma. We find that way. A person that, that doesn't have uh, doesn't have a home is, is in greater danger of the bad influences from the gas. Somebody is anchoring into a home. So this is a, a priority. A priority not to not to piss off. A priority, a brisim wise, a bris of protection. Now I get to hear somebody who's dating talk about what are you looking for? I'm looking for someone that will protect my house from outside influences. Somehow it didn't, uh, didn't, come, up, didn't come up too often as, as a first priority. But at least to have an appreciation that, that a person that, you, that you're marrying shouldn't be a person who's into all of the gas things, all of the things in the street. Now, one of the surprises that people don't like to hear is that the person you get engaged to and the person you marry aren't exactly the same, at least to you. Now, all the married people, I think, know that. That by the time you get married, 
certainly by the time you're married for a little while, you know her better or differently than you know her when you got engaged. Now, if you just got engaged, it's a little scary. Right? What's going to change? So, the nature of it is that a person has priorities, he gets engaged, he has to be happy. You have to make it work. One of the things that changes when a woman gets engaged, it changes gradually. Sometimes it takes till she gets married. Sometimes, not usually, it takes a couple of weeks thereafter. Is that a woman becomes a chayma. What's a chayma? Kadesh Baruch Hu created a person with the, with the natural tools to do the things he has to do. Right? You're not a swallow. You never thought about what has to happen. You swallow naturally when you swallow. Right? You know, a, a child doesn't start walking on his hands and then discover you have to walk on your feet. Right? A little child doesn't take food and try putting it in his eyes first. Well, some do. Most people put it naturally into your mouth. It's a certain nature and instinct. The same thing is, too, is true with a wife. A wife has an instinct to be a chayma. Being a chayma has to do with, depends how you phrase it, being critical of a husband. Not nice to say being critical. Being uh, helpful to a husband. But it feels like she's being critical. Now, that's the nature of a woman. It's a priority in marriage. Is that a wife should be able to help to be a chayma, to be a protection in the house. Now that mida is a mida that exists. Sometimes a husband reacts violently and, uh, and squashes that mida. It makes it not happen. Usually the women have more, more staying power than the men in that area. But usually that, um, that nekuda is a nekuda that comes out. It could come out during engagement. It could come out after marriage. It could come out in many different ways. A lot of different ways. But sometimes it hurts. Because most of the time they're right when they're critical. Not every time. But uh, most of the time there's something to what's being said. And it's the way it's supposed to be. But that's not what you signed up for. That's not what you signed up for. Every woman says, I don't want to be a Meshkiah when I get married. That's what they say. That's not what you signed up for. But you see, it's a gift. A woman has, Chaim Shmulevitz calls it a chush ha-reach. He calls it Saide Sabria. Saide Sabria, she actually isha chush ha-reach, that she can smell out the chusreinus of her husband. He has a beautiful raya. The Gemara says in Avoyte Zara, by Chanani Ben Tradian, that Chaim Shmulevitz was killed, when Asar Harugi Malchus, his wife was killed too. Why was his wife killed? So Gemara says that her husband paskined to be Hoiga Hashem Barabin, to say out the Yudke Vavke. When he gave a shear, he spoke out the Yudke Vavke, not the name Adnus, he pronounced the Yudke Vavke. So she should have told him that you're doing the wrong thing. So Chaim Shalavit says, What are you talking about? He's the God Ladar. He paskins this way. So his wife has to tell him you're paskin wrong? Tell you paskin wrong? God Ladar? So I have to tell you paskin wrong? If it actually gets me so. So Chashel Levitz writes this. He writes, Yeshli Isha Chushareach. He says, Asayde Sabri, I don't know who calls it Asayde. You just got to be married for a little while and if, you, if you're aware, if, you, if you're attuned to what's going on, you realize that that's the way it is. Asayde Sabri, Yeshli Isha Chushareach, to be mafchin chisrei nesabal. That's this idea of chayma. The idea of protection 
which is a, a basic, important idea in, in a marriage. And somebody who's at least attuned to it is aware enough when he looks for a wife to find someone who's going to, so to speak, stand on his right, stand in that direction, uh, to be helpful to him. If someone criticizes you and you get angry, it usually means that the criticism is correct. There's a big cloud in, uh, in psychology that if someone criticizes you something which is off base, it won't bother. Usually, it doesn't won't bother you. Some people are sensitive, but but most of the time it won't bother you. If someone tells you something that's just totally not true, you know, so how how much does it bother you? If it's true, it's true and exaggerated. Then then it's painful. Which I do. You know, that's like the Saidis Abriyas. I'm telling you, Saidis Abriyas. Is that that's part of the Ishaliyas Kechayma. And that's part of the way it is. In general, in general, when people are dating, the girls are all firmer than the boys. And after you're married for a while, it reverses. It reverses. Rab Chuk used to say, it means it's rare to find and then it says there are plenty of them are, are it's a stereo in the beginning of Yishchayel says he said yeah when they're single oh, they're all they're all uh, you know once they get married it gets harder it gets more difficult you know it's not the uh, the girls don't have to sit in the base medrash for two, three, four hours in a row and sit and learn. They just have to want the husbands to do it. It's a lot easier. Then, when it gets in their way, it's something that has to be cultivated. If you don't cultivate it, it's going to get lost. So this is the Brisei Mois. The Brisei Mois is the idea of a woman being a chayma. That's why she walks around seven times to be a chayma. And uh, that's that's a role. That's a role in the house. It says, "Medale galaharim, medale galaharim kapitzal agvois, medale galaharim zuschus avois, kapitzal agvois zuschusimois." It's talking about Mashiach's coming. Sheikh will come the Horim, which are taller, are the Avais, and the Gavais, which are shorter, are the Imais. The problem is that the word Dilug is a smaller jump than Fitza. Fitza is Lukvais Bishteirag line. Somebody who does a, a broad jump, a long jump, is, is a Lashing Fitza. Lidaleg is to skip, to skip, Regalachas. So it's a little funny that in, in a certain darga, the chelak ha'imais is more than the chelak ha'imais. The avais are bigger, they're taller. The imais, gavais, are shorter. Okay, the avais are greater than the imais. But when it comes to jumping, running towards Mashiach, it seems like the imais have kedima. The imais have become quicker. But that's the chayma. That's the chayma. In the darish of Mashiach, and these diaries, the main thing is the protection. The main avoid is the protection from outside things. 
most of our avoda, our oilam haba in this generation, we don't have the, 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 the godless entire of previous generations. But we have the Nisiyayin Sachayim are much greater, and that's the schus of our generation to grow up, uh, to be sitting and learning, to be running to Davin, uh, to, to be Shaymer oneself in our generation. That's our schus. That's the Mekapet's all advice. That's the schus the Chaymer. What does it say? We're saying the Pasik when Amalek attacks, it says, Mashar Vachor Alu Arayshah Giva. Lashing Gavais of the Imais. The protection from Amalek is Gavais, is Chaymer. Is the <coughs> And so, what we're learning here is the priorities. And people sometimes have to sacrifice certain priorities. But an important priority is this. Now, it's an interesting thing because even though a woman could be mafchid, the chesreinus of her husband, it doesn't mean she catches all her own chesreinus. Every human being has his own chesreinus, her own chesreinus. It's what you make of it. It's what you do with it. And what you do with it is what makes what makes something yes happen or not happen. And the reality, facing the reality of, of the way it's supposed to be. That was Rashi Rashi says also in Yavamis. Rashi says Eza Kenegdai. So Gemara says Zacha Eza Zacha Kenegdai. So Rashi says if he does things right, she's an Eza. He follows with it. If he does things wrong, so she corrects him. So I don't get it. He is sometimes right, sometimes wrong. She is always right. If he gets it right, she's an Aza. If he gets it wrong, she's connected. What's going on? So again, in the things he does, she gets it right. Nobody gets it right all the time. But the Teva Habriya is such a Teva Habriya of, uh, of uh, smelling out of Chushareach. That is as much a fundamental in marriage as all the other things that we do think of. All the other things that we do think of, and maybe in our generation it's more so. When I was in Lakewood on uh, the Sersi Mechuva, it was very nice because uh, a lot of the, the fellows that were here in the classroom over the years come at the end. I speak. The first time we did something in Lakewood, so... Rav Olson spoke, Rav Savitsky spoke, Rav Belsky spoke, and then I'm supposed to speak. And everybody has to drive back to Lakewood. So I got up to speak, Rav Belsky's sitting there, Savitsky's sitting there. So I'm going to go now and make a, make a big speech. So I wished everyone well, and I told them, I don't want to keep everyone waiting. If they want to hear a speech, they should tune in Matzah Shabbos. And that was the end of my speech. And uh, they died in Marav. So some of, the, some of the chevra that were here actually wanted to hear me speak. I told them, if they are, if everyone leaves, we'll go into a room. So that became the, uh, we, every, we have the Lakewood event, every uh, so that, that's what it became. The truth is, the guys who, uh, who I'm close with come at the end, they come at the Marit. And it's very nice. I get just to talk to them. So one person in particular, I told them, I'm shocked that you learned this much. He's learning Dafiyani in the morning, and then in the evening, they have a Chabura, and they learn in the in the evening, with as much as they could, Taisa Sin as well. That's his two Sadarim. And the Sundays in the base manager is till 11 o'clock. He doesn't dive in the 10. So I asked him, like, what's going on with you? You know, you're learning more than you learned when you were in the base in Yeshiva. So, so he said to me, You don't understand. I've heard this exact language from people. You don't understand. In Lakewood, if you don't learn, you're a nobody. 
So he said to me, you don't learn, you're a nobody. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. You know, I always, when I hear that, I tell them, yeah, well, in Brooklyn, if you don't have money, you're a nobody. You know, same thing, money and learning, you know, it's like the same, uh, same type of thing. I'm sure like where there are people who learn and people who don't learn, people who are in a chevra where if you don't learn you're a nobody and people who are in the, maybe in different groups. It's how you set up your home. How you set up your home, that's the roughness. The home comes with a built-in uh, system, an alarm system to get you to learn, to get you to dive and it's called a wife. If you unplug the alarm system, it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work. You unplug it. You shut it up. Then you know, shut it up. If you tell her, you know, you're not perfect, why do you want me to be perfect? So you'll be right. But uh, not, your, not her job to be perfect, it's your job to be perfect. She's complimenting you, saying, I want you to be perfect. You should know that that's a chalik godl in a relationship between a husband and a wife. It's a chalik godl to be able to, to talk about building a house the way it should be. There are other priorities, and it depends on the person. It's an interesting thing that Rav Palm used to say that a person doesn't need a wife as a mulumedis. A person doesn't need a wife as a mulumedis. He needs a wife as from. She doesn't have to be able to read uh, to learn Mishnah Milios. And he would say about the Chafetz Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim, again, the storybooks and the real story. It said in the storybooks that the Chafetz Chaim, you know, he had a business that he took care of the books. Because he wanted to make sure everything was done honestly. He wanted to leave it to anybody else. So he took care of the books to make sure all the bills were paid and uh, nobody was charged twice. So Rapam said, Rabin, that that's not the reason. It was because his wife, the Chafetz Chaim's wife, was illiterate. She couldn't do math. And that's why he had to take care of the books, because she couldn't do math. Now I'm sure she wasn't a total fool. Probably didn't have, uh, wherever she grew up, she didn't have the background. Paul said, you don't need, you don't need a chabrus. Now I have to tell you, not everyone's the same. I don't think anybody here is ready to marry somebody who's illiterate. Although, depends what else is in the package. But, but the point is, that Paul was making is that you don't need, uh, you have to think about what you need. You think about, you have a right to have any priorities you want. If the person gets married, uh, goes to look for a wife, can have any priority he wants, as long as he knows what he's looking for. And different people have different uh, preferences and different tastes, and Shalom uh, Yisrael. But when it comes time to cutting back on priorities, you can't leave their body Shalom out. You can't leave the Ruchnias out. It's the nature to cut back on the Ruchnias and say that we'll work it out. You can't cut back on the Ruchnias. You have to cut back, cut back on something else. That's not the area to cut back on. The nature is that between the time someone leaves Yeshiva and he's working for 10 or 20 or 30 years, the Ruchnias goes in a southerly direction usually anyway. If you don't make a for it, if you don't make a Chaimah for it, then nothing, uh, nothing's going to remain. Nothing's going to remain. So, what do I say about Shaduchim? I say, don't, don't leave God out of it. That's all. Just keep the Rabbi Nishol in, in, in the deal. You're never going to find the Shaduchim without the Rabbi Nishol anyway. Because all Shaduchim are that way. But keep the Rabbi Nishol in the equation. Keep the Rabbi Nishol in the equation. 
You have to try. You have to. Eliezer tried. He didn't just go and say it's all by shared anyway. So I'll just go down and I'll just pick the first girl and finish. He tested her. She's a balas chesed. Why do you have to test her? It's all by shared. The terrace is that you have to do your shtadlus. Without your shtadlus, nothing happens. But after the shtadlus, you see that it was all uh, it was all from the rabbinishul. So this is the, the message, the priority message, is that don't cut back on the Ruchniyistic priority. And once you're married, it's what you make of it. The Ruchniyist is what you make of it. You can, you can silence it, you can turn it off, you can leave it on. And uh, if you're offended, then the criticism is probably correct. If you're offended, then it's probably correct. But if you gave people the marshal, uh with Michael Jordan. Remember him? Michael Jordan is a basketball player. Someone goes over to him and taunts him and says, you, you don't know how to play basketball. He's going to be offended. Not going to be offended. I'll laugh at the guy. He's going to be offended. If someone comes over to him and tells him, you know, you, you're dumb. He'll be very offended. <laughs> Extremely offended. He'll get angry at the guy. So if someone says to you, you're dumb, and you get offended, that's not good. It's not good. That's the nature of people. That's the nature of the way people are. No, there must be something else to do with Shetokin. I'll tell you uh, a letter of the stipler. I love to read these two together. There's a letter of the stipler and something for Chaim. And it's the most fun to take the two at a table. You want to make a conversation, you have to take the two of them. The letter of the stipler is, I think, in the first kind of Degusa. I think it was Leonard Sadik, if I remember correctly. It's a letter to a father of a girl who stopped her from marrying somebody. It's a very sharp letter. He writes to him that when you say you're stopping the shidduch for your daughter's sake, it's not true. That someday you'll stand in front of the best of Shalmala and all your lies are going to fall away and the emiss will come out that uh, your hands uh, spilled the blood of your daughter. He writes that very sharply. He says, therefore, stop your objection. He ends very funny, the last line. He writes very sharply to him. And then at the end, he writes, stop your objection, let her get married. He writes at the end, because she's a daughter of a Tabachachem. I guess he wanted to end with a compliment. But it's a very sharp letter against the man for stopping, stopping a child's shivah. That's in Krainadigrasim. In Derech Sicha, which they put out from Krainadigrasim, uh, in the first volume, Probably in Kisaytse, where it talks about Shaduchim. Someone asked him a shayla. It says in Hilchas Yamakipurim that if someone asks you if you mechila, you have to be Michael. Except, it says, if someone was Mitzi Shemra, if someone was Mitzi Shemra on you, someone spread rumors about you, bad rumors, and he asks you for mechila, it says you don't have to be Michael because he can't undo what he did. The Shemra is still there. That says in Shulchan so the Esther of Chaim Knievsky, if someone messed up your shidduch, that shidduch was going to go, you're ready to get engaged, and someone made a call and messed up the shidduch. Do you have to be Michael? And it's not going to come back anymore. Do you have to be Michael someone who messed up your shidduch? That's what he asked. So Chaim answers, it's E-F-Sher to stare somebody shidduch. That's what he writes. It's E-F-Sher to stare somebody shidduch. In this theory, with this time, with his father's letter. Is this theory with his father's letter? Huh? No. 
Chai says, E F Shetish Tasam Shedaf, you have to be Michael and he didn't do anything to you. And the stifle writes to the father that, you know, you'll come to the Isle of Manus, they'll show you that you stopped the Shedaf. We have a terrorist? No discussion from you. What? Shouldn't come to the father. That's not what he's writing, no. They're both talking about specific shidduch. You mean maybe Reb Chaim is talking about specific shidduch? He says he can't stop the specific shidduch. So what's the letter about? What's the letter about? So I'll tell you the answer, Lamaisa. It's a good kasha. You take two. It's a good kasha. But the answer Lamaisa is this. You should know this answer for Shaduchim, for Parnosa, for Gazunt, for everything. The answer is this. Calls man, it's holy by Yishtadlus. You have to believe that it's up to you. Calls man, it's a type of Yishtadl. You have to believe it's up to you. Whatever I do, if, if, if you understand it's a type of Yishtadl, you have to do all your Yishtadlus, it's up to you. Once the time for Yishtadlus passes, once the time of Yishtadlus passes, you're engaged. Then you have to believe that it's all by shared. Nothing but shared. It's all a smoke screen. The whole Ishtadis is a smoke screen. It's a smoke screen that exists. That the Bashan's Machayim has to do Ishtadis. So, Kozban Yimishtadl to get a job, to buy a house, or to find a Shidduch. Kozban Yimishtadl. You have to believe that it's up to you. The Bashan wants you to be Mishtadl, it's up to you. Once it's done, once you find yourself, uh oh, you know, you're under a chuppah, they're walking you with two candles, one on each side. You know, once you're holding there, it's Basharat. The Gemara says that when someone got married, they asked him, Matzah and Matzah. They asked him, Alashin, well, what's your wife? Is it Matzah? Or is it Matzah? Matzah, Ani, Shesh, Matzasi, Marmim Aves. There's a Matzah wife, who's Marmim Aves. And there's a Matzah Isha, Matzah Taib. There's Isha's Taib. So they asked him, Matzah and Matzah. Hopefully he answered, Matzah. And there's a nice shop line for Vicky Vegar. There aren't too many shop lines that are printed from him. But the said, there is the Matzah. Matzah is a person that talks about finding a good wife. And Matzah is a person that talks about finding a bitter, a Marmamavis wife. So as Rabbi Vegar said, the minute used to be at least, Chasen Chala, when he cut it, everyone would grab it. Everyone would grab the Chasen Chala. So Rabbi Vegar said, why? They grabbed the Chasen Chala. They were so hungry. So he said, because the Chasen is the Matzah Matzah. So when he has the, the Hamaitzi, everyone grabs the Maitzi away from him. So he's only left with the Matzah. So he's left with Matzah, Isha Matzah. But this beautiful word, Matzah and Matzah. That's what I'm sure I'm saying. Matzah is past tense, I found. Matzah is present tense, I'm finding. Kozman, you're dating, you're Matzah, you're finding. When a guy gets married, you ask him, Matzah and Matzah. If you're still thinking, is this my right Shidduch? Maybe it's my wrong Shidduch? Bad news. That's bad news. Once the Shidduch is done, it's Matzah. It's done, you're not shopping anymore. You know, it's finished. It's Matzah. It's done. This is Bashar, the way it had to be. If the Shidduch is done, people look back, usually they can figure out that the, the things didn't happen the naturally. But you can't figure it out, so there's something to be figured out. Matzah, Matzah, if you still think you're being Mishadu, it's bad news. Once it happens, so Stipler's letter is Shasa He says you gotta be Mishtad. Chaim's letter is 
it's well said, it happened. So, what the truth is, I don't know between the two letters, but the Hanhaga that I know, it's not the way, it's that way with everything. The way Rafu is, you have to, cause man a person is looking to heal a disease, he has to be Mishtadl Bechol Kaichai. Once his Mishtadl is finished, he has to understand that it's, it's up to Rabbi Nishalam. Present Mishtadl for Parnasi, Mishtadl Bechol Kaichai. Once your shtadlis is done, you understand this under Rabbi Nishalam. Will you get the job? Will you get the house? Will you, whatever it is. Right, so these are uh, a few thoughts that have to do with, uh, with Parshish Chayasara. It's, uh, it's an Avaida. It's a big Avaida. It's an Avaida when you're looking for a wife. It's an Avaida when you find a wife. It's an Avaida when you're married for a few years. And I don't know. I can only tell you the first 35 years, you know, roughly. It's, uh, it's an ongoing process. It's always an ongoing process. And at some point, my wife will finish correcting everything. And at that point, uh, you know, it'll be, uh, it'll be easy. I'll let you know how many years it takes. But the, the Vaila, even me, she hasn't finished uh, straightening out yet. All right. This is my thoughts for the week. For the week of Ashish Chayasara, good Shabbos day.